community. Troy Harris here and welcome back to another transformative episode of Mindful Growth. Today we're delving into a topic that's close to my heart. Practical changes for long-term fulfillment. Buckle up as we explore the tangible shifts I've embraced in my own journey and the impactful lessons that they've brought. This isn't just about physical adjustments. It's about fostering a holistic sense of well-being. Let's dive in. Footwear matters. The switch to wide toe box shoes wasn't just about comfort. It transformed the way I moved. Acknowledging the importance of proper footwear can be a game changer. When our foundation, our feet, is supported, it ripples through our entire body, impacting posture, gait, and overall well-being. It's more than just a pair of shoes. It's a step towards holistic health. I went to my doctor and my doctor recommended I went to a person who helps with physical health. And this meant the the physical getting back into my shape that I am meant to be. Because I was feeling uneasiness in my ankle and in my knee and then on my right side and my shoulder and my hip. And I just wanted to know, what can I change to get on the right track? And I had my own ideas in mind. I needed to get stronger and and work out on the left side of my body to balance out the pain on the right side of the body because my right side is what I always use when I throw and when I hit and when I do anything sports related with the overhead arm motion. But my doctor, the physical therapist, actually had some different advice and this is the benefit of outside counsel when you talk to people that really know what they're talking about they have a different perspective and this changed my life who knew how narrow my shoes were at the toe was affecting the rest of my body and so what they recommended was i get this house sandal for walking around the house so a house shoe but it's a sandal it's called uvos and i recommend that because i i walk around in it all the time it's really cushiony and it's meant to help out with uh with the body as a whole and to repair and rehabilitate sore muscles just just from the bottom of your feet and so this sandal and wide toe box shoes where the toes can spread out they can really feel natural. This is what he recommended. And he even said, just throw out all your other shoes. Just throw them out. Because the, he told me that what he did was he threw out his. And it was not easy. But he threw out all of his fashionable, cool shoes with the narrow toe endings. And I did the same thing. I threw out. I had a lot of tennis shoes that I just bought every color because I liked them so much, but they were killing me. And I bought some wide toe box shoes and it's taken me a while to get every color of those, but I'm starting and I have two pairs, two pairs of, of tennis shoes and two pairs of dress shoes for when I'm wearing a suit with the wide toe box that look fashionable. And I had to go through a learning experience. I bought some some low-end shoes that started falling apart with the wide toe box, but they were falling apart. So I couldn't keep those. 
and I invested in a better, more well-built shoe that was wide toe box and had fashion as well as the function that I needed so that I could not have the soreness in all those body parts that I was mentioning because like I said, the feet are the foundation and that's where you have to start. It affects everything from your posture to your gait and the posture is something like a mindset that is always there. Which brings me to my next point, which is sitting right. Investing in a donut seat cushion addressed more than just physical discomfort. It taught me that seemingly small adjustments can have a significant impact on our daily lives. Whether it's aligning the spine, relieving pressure points, or promoting better circulation, the way we sit influences our energy, focus, and comfort. It's about cultivating an environment that supports our body's natural alignment. The donut seat cushion has been really helpful for me. I have two. This is from my doctor's recommendations. One for the dinner table and one for my desk. And I work a lot. So sitting at my desk is something where I spend a lot of time. And I have to know that I'm supported. And the seat cushion by itself just doesn't do enough. The donut seat cushion that I add on top really helps out my spine align and so there's no discomfort in the hips and the areas that you sit with so you have to think about that having the shape that is supported and intended for the long term and I know what I thought of when I thought of the donut seat cushion oh I'm only 40 I'm about to be 40 and I'm not old enough to need that but the heck with that that's that's a negative mindset that's a limited mindset and the mindful growth mindset allows you to say this is love I love my body and I only have one of it so let me allow it to do what it needs to do which is sit with good posture and take breaks to move throughout the day so that I'm not sitting for too long and when I am sitting that I'm sitting on a supportive mechanism that gives my body the right alignment that it needs. This is a decision that you make and you throw out all of the outside noise, society's judgment. You say, I don't need that, it doesn't affect me, I can only control myself and that includes the judgments that people make of me, even if they ever knew. Now you know about mine, but no one has to know about yours. So I highly recommend it because it's really helped me. And I recommend that mindset as well for any changes that you might need to make, including the ones that I have yet to come. So let's get to those. Posture and core strength. Strengthening my core and improving posture went beyond aesthetics. It created a foundation for a healthier, more resilient body. It's not just about appearance, it's about well-being. A strong core stabilizes our body, reducing the risk of injuries, enhancing balance, and supporting vital organs. When we stand tall, we project confidence, and more importantly, we feel it within. It shows ripples echoing from the inside out and from the outside in. When you stand straight, you exude confidence, and people believe you, and you reinforce that within. 
and continue standing tall because it allows your body to have equal distribution amongst the places that are supporting your frame. Standing tall allows your ribs to expand, allows your spine to be erect, and allows everything to move as it should. Your lungs being able to breathe, your food being able to digest, everything functioning the right way, left to right, front to back. And on top of that, you always have your posture. So whether that's sitting or standing or sleeping, you have the posture to think about and making sure there's a few tips. Shoulders back, shoulders back, and you have your abs tucked in with your belly button being the emphasis and your hips tilted forward like your butt is pushing forward to the front and that is the posture that engages the core muscles but helps you stand tall and helps strengthen the muscles that allow you to continue standing tall it's something that you really should think about whenever it comes to mind if you ever feel yourself slouching or leaning to one side then that's something to help you push it back because the more that you do it even though it might be a little painful and irritating having to continue to stand tall especially when you built a pattern of of slouching but when you shift it and get yourself back to the way it ought to be then it just makes it easier as you continue to do it because you're strengthening those muscles so it's really worth it because everything is difficult at first until you get used to it and then before you know it you're going to be doing it out of habit and people will be following your every order because you are the confident person that they need you to be now something that is a choice i'm going to bring you to something that i considered for myself and it's really up to you because as we all know and hear all the time beauty is only skin deep but I think about this, about the point of the message. When you have a message to give, you want as little obstacles as possible. And for me, that's bringing the confidence for myself, but as well as the message that I have to ensure gets spread as long and far as it, as it can. Cosmetic procedures. When undergoing cosmetic procedures, it can be a personal choice. It's crucial to approach it with a mindful mindset. It's about aligning our actions with our true sense of self. Cosmetic procedures, when done with the intention of self-expression and self-love, can contribute to a positive self-image. It's a tool for empowerment, allowing us to shape our physical presentation in harmony with our inner identity. I think back, way back, the first procedure that I would consider in this category was braces. Making sure that my teeth were straight. And that meant pulling out teeth. I had four teeth pulled out. So I have less teeth than the average human being adult. I had 24, which is also my favorite number. And I had those pulled and I had braces for a long time, three, maybe four years. That's how long it took to shift my teeth into the right direction and 
I'm glad because it actually helps out with having a good smile, which is something that people, they, like I said, my message, people will, will buy into what you're saying and have interest in you because you have a good smile and show that you cared enough to bring a, a forward a presentation that is receivable. And it really is is both because at the same time as not being worried about what people think of you, you want to eliminate the hurdles that would allow them to give you the stop sign. So it's only for yourself. It's not only for your self-interest, but it's for the greater good to help out yourself to look good, which is also not uh, only self-interest, but it is as well as it is for the greater good. Then I had an issue, which is genetic, and I'm able to talk about it now, but it took me a while to gain the confidence. But I was dealing with male pattern baldness early. When I was 19 or 20 years old, I started to see signs of my hair falling out. And I used to shave my head completely bald throughout my 20s, in fact. Try to grow it out every now and then, but only seeing that it would grow in certain spots and shaving it right back off. It was tough. And body dysmorphic disorder wasn't diagnosed, but you could count on the fact that I had it. And I was able to say, I want to change. I don't like this about me. And every joke that people would tell and every time it would come up, it was very tough. And so if you're making fun of people for that reason, I would recommend to stop. And I made a choice to help myself through uh, F-U-E function, F-U-T function, which is the transplant. So had a shape of a... crescent moon if it were just straight uh, cut out of my head and uh, plugs into the top where there it's the hair plugs into the top of my head with my own hair and that was that was a good start it was very tough in the beginning because I didn't see the results at first so it was very excruciating going to work and in the middle phase of having no hair to having hair but that was just a symbol of any sacrifice where it is it's tough until it gets easier like I've already mentioned and so I never saw it more clearly than this which is why I can really address problems that people bring up because there's not there was nothing harder for me than going to work and and when you're not at work, you can wear a hat, but wearing a hat everywhere else and then going to work and having my um, old man head, it was just very tough for me. And so eventually it started to grow out and I was able to style it in a way that helped me feel secure. And then I decided to put in a unit. Yes, I wear a unit and it's a choice that you can make. For me, it helps me feel very confident and strong that from any angle people are looking at me, they can see somebody who cares and somebody who is a good looking man who cares about his image and has strong, uh, you know, strong beliefs. 
and those hurdles that used to be in the way of people delivering, uh, you know, receiving my message, they're gone. They don't know the full length until now, but here I'm really giving this message to you to say, if it is something that you've considered, at least break out of the middle ground, which is between deciding to do it and accepting the way that you currently look. And that middle ground is called complaining. And it really just hurts you because you're not doing anything about the problem that you've addressed. You're just pushing it along and no problems ever get solved by just pushing them along. You have to be able to address it and make a decision. Am I going to accept this and be the best person with this condition and not even acknowledge that it exists anymore? That's a choice. It's a choice that I decided not to make. Um, I decided not to make it. Hey, there's a lot of great looking bald men out there. And if you're a bald man out there and, and you could very well look good and there's a lot that do. And I decided to, to not do that to, I had enough, my hair was growing in enough of a way where it made sense. And my hair was thick enough where it made sense for me to make that choice, make a financial investment the time investment of going through that struggle period that I mentioned until eventually I was able to find what I wanted it to look like and it looked like how I had hoped surpassed all my goals in imagination and was there a physical effect yes I had my head cut and that is hurtful but I'm able to accept the fact that when I feel the pain, that it was from a choice that I made for my own self-confidence. And now sharing this with you is not only liberating for myself, but it's a gift to anyone who's going through any struggles. And as you know, I demonstrated my um, care for people dealing with physical struggles through the donation of my book efficiency that I'm making a portion of it go out to the body dysmorphic disorder foundation. And I didn't stop there. I had these marks from chicken pox that I lived with for a long time. And as I got older, they got deeper and I decided to have some solution that filled it in, that made it a scar for a while and, and still is noticeable. But as time goes on, it starts to become less noticeable. And then eventually, maybe one day, it will be not noticeable at all. Not everybody goes to these great lengths and some go to even greater lengths. Whatever the choice is, let it be yours and let it be something that is a mindful decision that can help you for the reasons that you see that it needs to. Which brings me to the challenges. If you have that challenge, I hope that you're able to address it one way or another. And there's also benefits. Addressing obstacles on the path to long-term fulfillment isn't always easy. However, the benefits far outweigh the challenges. Embracing change can lead to an improved mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Challenges arise when we resist the change or fear the unknown. The benefits, however, unfold when we recognize that each modification is a step towards a better, more fulfilling life. I mentioned before, 
Each challenge is a step closer to the mountaintop. When you're able to take that first step, that's saying that I have something worth working towards. Even though I know it takes work, which may be painful, resisting the change is painful. Which one am I going to hurt? Which one am I going to hate more? Regret or discipline? The choice is yours. I know for me, I want to be the best self and there's no way that I could ever be perfect. But I envision what that looks like and I work towards it and make the sacrifice so that I can get as close to it as I can and give myself grace because I can't. Taking the first step. Recognize that the first step is often the hardest, but it's also the most transformative. Whether it's changing your shoes, modifying your sitting habits, or exploring cosmetic procedures, each step counts. Begin with an awareness of your body's needs and listen to its signals. Small, consistent adjustments compound over time, creating a profound impact on your well-being. I've seen it with myself, and I know the same can be for you. I'm not any specialer than you. I'm only special because I'm the only me that ever was and ever will be. And the same is true for you. So give yourself that tender loving care that you need to address anything that's going to set yourself up for long-term fulfillment. And here's a positive note. As you embark on this journey, remember that every change you make aligns more closely you with your true self. Long-term fulfillment is a continual process, and with each practical change, you're investing in your well-being. Embrace the journey with patience, self-compassion, and stay mindful, stay fulfilled, and keep growing. This is Troy Harris urging you to take that first step towards long-term fulfillment. Embrace the changes that resonate with your authentic self. Stay mindful, stay fulfilled, and keep growing.